0: Welcome to Unity of Tucson. Yes, 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 yes. It is a good day. It is a good day. So I have a little uh, uh, something to tell you. I was telling uh, Jerry something I know about Peggy Lee. And uh, oftentimes because of my age, people are surprised that I even know who Peggy Lee is. Um, Peggy Lee was uh, actually an adherent of the New Thought philosophy. A lot of people don't know that. She was actually part of the Religious Science Movement, which is the, the sibling organization to Unity, and w- worked with the founder of, of Religious Science in Southern California, Ernest Holmes. They actually knew each other very well, and she was very involved with that side of New Thought. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of pictures. You can find pictures online of Ernest Holmes and Peggy Lee together, uh, but she was very involved in the New th- and And from songs like This, you know, was the good message to be putting out there. It's a good day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the theme of this month is discovery, discovery, discovery. I love this idea of discovery, and we're going to continue to discover some things. Today I had this thought because Jerry was uh, kind enough to join us today and, 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 and offer this, this gift, this talent that he has that uh, he shares with the world in a, such a selfless way, and I am deeply grateful for that. So it made me really think about what, in what ways are we in service to others? In what ways are any one of us in service to others? So I wanna start today with a quote from Mahatma Gandhi. He said this, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. So what is it to be in service? Being in service to others ultimately is an expression of Love, right? It's an expression of that infinite power and presence that is flowing through us to say, I choose to express my love through my sacred service acts. Being in service to others is a blessing to others and to us. And so the primary question today is going to be, in what way are any of us choosing to be in service to others? to be in service to others, to be in service, is to honor that inner creative nature. That inner creative nature, that inner energy, it is honoring that energy that we call God. That creative nature is the root of our being. You know, we say within this philosophy, we are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience. Now, you'll hear a lot of people say, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. I disagree. I say we are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience because if God is all there is, if spirit is all there is, there can be nothing other than a spiritual experience. So we are spiritual beings having a spiritual experience of life. So the way that we can elevate that experience of life, the way we elevate our thinking to that consciousness more effectively and more consistently to rip out the Velcro of those negative thoughts is to be in service. Now service freaks a lot of people out. It does. Right? I, I've, I've had times in my life where I've thought, oh, I really wanna, you know, I really want to be of service, but I just don't know, like, oh, it makes me so nervous. What's happening there is we're actually minimizing ourselves. We're minimizing the amount, of the, pa- the impact that we can have by being in service. A Couple years ago, I actually didn't know I was gonna talk about this today, but it's just coming up through me. A couple years ago, um, my father, <laughs> he's hiding back there. Um, I had just recently moved back to Tucson. This is like three years ago, and he said, he called me up one day, he said, what are you doing tonight? I need to take you, I, 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 need, to, I need to take you somewhere. I'm like, uh, okay. And I didn't know what we were doing, um, but he came and picked me up because I didn't have any other plans. I was just gonna watch TV or something. Um, I didn't have any other plans and he came and picked me up and we drove down to St. Mark's Presbyterian uh, Church down uh, in the center of town. And went in there where they were supporting a lot of the immigrants that had just been uh, admitted, and through the uh, project that was going on, when when they had no place to turn, when they would cross the border, you know, people that had were essentially waiting for the next steps of their immigration. They had no place to go. They had. To arrange travel, they had to have food, they needed clothing, they needed shelter. And so we, I, he took me down there, and it was one of the most gratifying experiences of my life to be able to go and support those beautiful, beautiful people in their time of need. And I think it's a call to each and every one of us to know that that blessing that we can each give is an important blessing to take in charge of and actually activate in life and that is how we can grow ourselves I'll tell you in the moment I was like "Ah," a little nervous about it but then you just get into the flow and you enjoy it giving of yourself is living giving is living it is living to the fullest it is living life to the fullest any place where we restrict the flow of giving We actually restrict the flow of receiving because when you restrict the flow, the flow is restricted everywhere. And so if you would like to receive more in your experience of life, it's not about going out there and trying to get it, it's about giving of yourself and opening up those infinite channels. And as we give in service, uh, we activate, I'm gonna use a jargon term here, the law of correspondence. Like, what does that mean? The law of correspondence is essentially an expression of cause and effect. That's essentially what it says, is that there is a corresponding nature that as I give, so I receive. As I am in cause, I am also in effect. Now then the question comes up for me, so which comes first, the chicken or the egg? (laughs) Which comes first, the giving or the receiving? Doesn't matter. Opening up the divine circuits, opening up the divine channels allows us to be in that flow consistently. A lot of times we think that happiness comes about because you get things for yourself, Richard Ryan writes. He's a psychologist at the University of Rochester. But it turns out that in a paradoxical way, giving gets you more. And I think that's an important message in a culture that's pretty often getting messages to the opposite effect. A lot of times we think that happiness comes about because you get things for yourself. But it turns out that in a paradoxical way, giving gets you more. And I think that's an important message in a culture that's pretty often getting messages to the opposite effect. You want to be happy? Give. That's really the whole point. You want to be happy? Give. Give of yourself. Give of your time. Give of your talent. Give of your treasure. Give. Give. And open up yourself to the magnificence that flows. Romans thirteen ten says, love is the fulfillment of the law. To be giving is the ultimate act of love because love is the self-givingness of the spirit. It is the self-givingness of the divine circuit. It is the self-givingness of God. The self-givingness is everything there is. Love is all there is. From the perceived small things to the perception of immense things, on the the macrocosmic level and the microcosmic level, everything is about flowing forth lovingly, openly. Love is the fulfillment of the law. Unity is a way of life. We talk about it being a church, we talk about it being a religion. It's actually none of those things. Unity is a way of life as opposed to being just a philosophy or just a a faith. It's a magnificent way to reap the benefits in our own lives. And the way that we reap those benefits of the philosophy is to be of service. Unity is a way of being, and in the being follows the doing. You know, the thing too is we each get to define what it is to be. That's the blessed part of unity as well, that we define the good in our life and then we live from that point of view. So I think that I'm gonna encourage us all today and every day to collectively move away from thinking there is a requisite set of beliefs because if anything, we are not dogmatic. I've talked about dogma in the past dogma are things that cannot be questioned. We do have doctrine, and I am, I'll am i be the first to say we should question doctrine, always. Doctrine can be questioned. But if we let go of thinking we have to live within a requisite set of beliefs, we can actually begin to express in every moment a loving way of life which is inclusive of service. It is inclusive of service, which is the ultimate expression of love. You all know James 2.26, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Sometimes it's misinterpreted, that particular part of scripture. People who say, oh, if I don't engage, into the works, if I don't engage in the service, then I you know, will not be blessed, I will not get to heaven, whatever they choose to believe. But it's not about that. Our service is not meant to be a path to any form of salvation. Faith is the point of view from which service wells up through us and becomes the expression of our lives. And so by deepening our faith, We deepen into service. We deepen into giving. Through service, we find that deeper connection. We find that energetic presence. It's one of the many ways we develop spiritually through service. It is a way that we engage that spiritual evolution that I talked about before. And connection the connection we find within service. That's a huge value. It's a value-added benefit to find connection. So today, my message is in light of discovery. I called it Discovering Seva. Discovering Seva. Seva is a Sanskrit word describing the act of selfless service. And so when I talk, you'll hear me use the word Seva on occasion, you know. We we may actually begin to call our, our service teams our Seva teams. It's the way of engaging in that act of selfless service. And it is about the benefit of the whole, the community to engage in Seva as opposed to just benefiting an individual. But here's the good news. The individual benefits when the whole benefits. Think about that. If you would like to receive more benefit from life, then ensure that the community is also benefiting. That's how we can change this world. And I think we're on a constant path of changing this world. It never ends, never ends. There is a... um, story of sacred service that I like to turn to. Uh, You know, there was an event that happened, well, come September, it'll have been 20 years ago, on September 11th, I think many of you may know about that event. There's a story, uh, some of you I'm sure will have heard about, about a little town in Newfoundland, Gander, Newfoundland, that had a very large Commercial airport because there was a time when that was a stopping place for planes to refuel before they could actually cross to Europe between Europe and the United States. Well, when planes were able to you know carry more fuel, they could make it all the way across without having to make that stop. So that airport basically became defunct, and uh, but it still existed. So there's this large commercial airport in Gander, Newfoundland. Well, on, the, uh, on, on 9-11, there were 38 planes that were rerouted and landed in Gander, Newfoundland because they could not enter United States airspace and they had to, well, you now all of a sudden have 6,700 passengers all displaced with no idea about when they're going to be able to get onto a plane and fly again. And for several weeks, the town of Gander, Newfoundland, approximate, uh, the the approximate population of 7,000, welcomed their population being doubled. And the people of that town brought these people into their homes and existed and loved and lived in sacred service to support the whole. It's a beautiful story. question comes up for me, had I lived in Gander, would I have been willing? I like to think that I would be willing. And then I think to myself, in what ways might I not be willing? And it's a good question to say, is there that small voice at the back of my mind that is saying, I would not be willing? Something to listen to, not to judge, but to be aware of so that shift can happen. In knowing that story and thinking about that story, it always makes me think of a quote by that famous metaphysician, Mr. Rogers. (laughs) He said this, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Are you a helper? Are you looking for the helpers? Are you allowing that to be the point of view and the relationship you have to the scary circumstances of the world? Because I'm not gonna deny that there are scary circumstances in the world sometimes. It happens, it happens. But our whole philosophy teaches that our relationship to the circumstances of the world is the very thing that heals the circumstances of the world. So ask the question today and every single day. In fact, maybe make it a a habit when you wake up. In every situation, how can I help? How can I be of service? Ask it of yourself, but more importantly, ask it of others for yourself. Be willing to put yourself out there and say, how can I help? How can I be of service? Find a way to serve find a way to serve, be willing, be willing to serve in new ways, not ways that are automatically comfortable. It was not comfortable when I initially went down to St. Mark's that day, but you know what? I found that comfort and it, 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 it compelled me into a greater experience of service. Myrtle Fillmore says, our work is our means of expressing what God is unfolding through us. Our work is our means of expressing what God is unfolding through us. Today and every day, discover Seva, and through it, discover more of you because that is what you will find at the core of service. You will find you. Peace and blessings, you are magnificent. Now, can you guess what the homework might be? Oh, everybody knows. What do you think I'm going to ask for? I'm going to invite you all to find ways this week of being in service. Find some way to be in service. Activate the service. Activate the loving heart within you to be in service. And do so not with the notion that you will gain something personally, that is a byproduct, but simply because it is an act of love. To be in service. That's my call to each and every person in this room, each and every person watching online. Find a way to be in service this week. And if you are already in service, maybe find a new way of being in service. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.